Not as much as you, you see, but I still love technology, always and forever. <laughs> Did you? <sighs> okay, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember when I, I this 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 movie. I, I'm just going to ask you now, Charlotte. What are what movie are we doing this week? Whatever movie I want. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm obviously Napoleon. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon freaking Dynamite. I'm trying to remember what grade I was in when this came out. I want to say I was a sophomore in high school. It was 04, so you do the math, young one. You tell me. Well, it depends on what time of year, but yes, I, I wouldn't have been driving, but my friend Tyler would have been driving and he's who drove me and my friend Allie who listens to our podcast to go see Napoleon Dynamite. Nice. Literally ever since you chose this movie, I have been reliving. I mean, I'm basically Uncle Rico reliving my glory day. <laughs> you creep. <laughs> oh no, I hate him so much. I hate Uncle Rico. Like I've always hated Uncle Rico. Yes. But I remember feeling so, like, grown. I remember riding to the movies in my friend Tyler's Jeep, feeling like I was so grown, going to go see a movie without any parental supervision. And it was like this movie that my parents would never understand. But I got to say, I feel like I laughed more as an adult than I did as a teenager. Yes. (laughs) I didn't think that was possible. Oh, gosh. Seriously, this is one of the best movies ever. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think the popular kids thought it was funny or do you think they didn't? I think that everyone... Sorry Sorry that I just assumed you weren't popular. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was not in school anymore in 04, so I had the luxury of not being concerned about what they thought. But I do think that it's fair to say that everyone was surprised at how much they love this movie. It's true. The awkward, hit the awkward teenage, like Napoleon Dynamite was just so bad. It was good for everyone. I think he, like popular or not, I think he was the way every high school kid feels. Just like, unash- like every feeling he felt and exuded is how we all felt, but we're afraid to be. I think. Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. At some point. 100 percent like eat the food tina eat your freaking food tina god <laughs> yeah so okay you guys know we're doing movies that we're thankful for yeah i i have been dying to do napoleon dynamite and it's certainly something i'm thankful for but as we all know or maybe you don't there's a wedding in it but it's way later which is perfect because you gotta that sit means through some credits for the wedding yeah <laughs> Some of you, especially in might not have, I'm true. Some of you might not have ever even seen Kip and LaFonda's wedding. Right. To which I say, pause yes. this episode and YouTube, go, that YouTube shit. that wedding. <laughs> it's, 
It's um, it's one for the ages. It is for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah. So why are you thankful for this movie, Charla? This was your choice. So tell us why. Oh man, I was I was working in a children's photography studio during the holiday season, <laughs> and quoting this movie would take me out of a chaotic, insane situation and bring me joy. And so me and my employees would quote it so much that like during that Christmas, I got like pens that like when you turn them on, have different quotes, notebooks, (laughs) magnets. I have a doll (laughs) and we had like a whole like secret Santa Napoleon thing. It's just, it's such a good time. And it's so awkward that it's good, which is obviously one of my favorite things. Oh, because I mean, that's how we live our entire life. That's my goals. <laughs> like, absolutely. Absolutely. So this means that you have to do our 30 second um, recap. I do. I'm ready. I feel like this might be your best one yet. I'm just like claiming it for you now. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> are you? Do I need to do the thing or are you doing the thing? I do the thing. I mean, sure, I can I can keep track for you and then just yell at you like okay. always. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Set. Go. All right. It's the early 90s. It's Napoleon Dynamite. He is a awkward 16-year-old that lives in the middle of nowhere, Idaho. And it is, we've got tater tots. We've got hard-boiled eggs. We've got llamas. You know, we've got puppy sleeves. Um, and he is basically finding himself and making friends and frenemies and trying to get a girl and hating on his family and just as awkward and uncomfortable as it gets, which is obviously the most joyful and hilarious and he's just being himself. Give me some of your tots. <laughs> Napoleon, give me some of your tots. <laughs> not even, you were not even close. I was so wrong. Oh, that's good stuff. That, I mean, it's, yes. Also, do you like tater tots? Um, I, You know what? When I go to Sonic, I order the tots over the fries, if that's what you're asking, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. I... I can tell you the the only tater tot I've ever actually enjoyed eating is at Cane Rosso Pizza in Dallas on their lunch menu. Okay. Okay. You bougie, huh? (laughs) I prefer I I only prefer tots at Cane Rosso. I prefer fries. I'm yeah. just saying. So I'm, him with his pocket full of tots made me want to vomit. But this is like school lunch in the 90s. Tots were so much better than fries because the fries because all the food is crap. Maybe. But also you can put tots in your pocket and it's like a takeaway, a to-go. It's like a snack. But also, guess what else you can do, guys? In case you didn't, I have a lot of Chick-fil-A knowledge because I have a four-year-old who calls them Chick-fil-A. Mm, waffle fries. But in the morning, I do not get the hash browns because they're basically tater tots. I get they're waffle so- fries with my chicken biscuit. I mean, you know. Just letting you know. I also, pro tip, this is why you're actually here. You can order anything on that menu extra extra crispy and uh if you haven't done that with your fries yet you're welcome yeah if you haven't done it with your number one sandwich yet sandwich yet you're welcome yeah oh and if you haven't done it with your browns your hash browns and then put honey on them you're welcome okay so but yes tots i think in this situation i get it i get him and his tots i totally get it (laughs) i mean i was just like i had forgotten 
that they he had tots in his pocket and I thought they were Cheetos. And I was like, oh my God, this man is my homie. And then they were tots and I was like, betrayal. Yeah, no. It's still good stuff because it's, it's like fine. that's I get what it. it gets for the, the time and situation. I get it. Plus my for favorite thing of- is like anybody who ha- I have seen be Napoleon Dynamite for Halloween, which is my favorite, they always have some old tots in their pocket they offer you, which is always that's a plus. Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I love a good Halloween costume with props. An odd. Unexpected no. props. For um, those of you who haven't seen Napoleon though, like this kid, he's the only high school kid on a public school bus. Like – Oh, yeah. Because That's all you need to place, know. He, he lives in a place where... Idaho. Like, every In Idaho, yes. But every grade rides the bus and they just stop yes. at all the schools. That sucks. And, <laughs> and he is the only high school kid. He plays tetherball at like lunch by himself. Mm-hmm. Like, And I know you said that this is supposed to be like the mid-90s, but when you I look at the this movie... Early 90s. Okay, but then Summers dances to Backstreet Boys. That's so true. I don't, I don't well, and Uncle when. Rico is like back in 1982, and he looks old, right? <laughs> so, like, I don't know when this movie was supposed I, to be so, based. Why I, is her ha- ponytail on the side of her head? Because that makes me think 80s. But then I know it's Boys, very. Like, I think their point is that Idaho is um, <laughs> stuck in the past. Maybe in this town and confused or just really has strong feelings about their own personal style and they just stick with it. I don't know. Maybe they pass clothes down. Maybe they love to thrift. I'm fine with it. All about reusing, recycle, confusing, creating. You know, Deb makes her own sleeves. So Deb is a saint. Yes. I <clears throat> love her so much. Oh yeah, I Deb is. Cool. Mm. Were you good at tetherball? Because I was a master and I missed that game. Mm, I think that I can honestly tell you I have never played that game. <gasps> no, ever. No. I we think that when I saw Napoleon, I had to no. be like, "What is that?" No. Yeah. No. Next time, oh my! They better still be up at public schools. Next time we hang out. I am literally taking you to a public school and teaching you how to play tetherball. Okay. I am so upset right now. <laughs> I hope that other people listening feel as enraged and sad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You I never experienced never. the triumph of like smashing your enemy in a game of tetherball. And when it no. starts to wrap around the top really tight, you're like, yeah, you're never going to recover that because you can't jump. Nope. I also can't jump. I haven't even seen one. White girl can't jump. Oh, it's so many stereotypes. I can't jump. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, okay. That yeah. um, I, You're going to have to get me off of this topic because I can talk to you about tetherball for a really long time. I'm okay. So okay. Excited. So here's some, here's some fun facts about Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. So um, it's directed and written by the Hess. By what? Jared Hess? And so it's actually him and his wife. So mm-hmm. they directed this and Nacho. Nacho. Libre. Um, and the funny thing is, so I guess John Hedder and Jared Hess were in, they were like college mates in a film program and they put together some like short film called, what is it? It's like Pliura. 
Beats uh, me, man. Yeah, you can totally. It's a black and white eight minute film they put together on this like nerdy kid named Seth, which is funny because <laughs> that's my friend's name. And um, and he like rides the bus and he goes and skips class with his buddy Pedro and he like buys a wig for his friend that shaved his head and buys a lotto ticket and all this stuff. And it's like it really blew up for some reason. This was like this project they did at school, and uh-huh. it was it was it was basically Napoleon. Like right. if you watch it, it's basically Napoleon. It's all black and white, super quick, filmed it in a day. Um, so I guess people loved it so much. They talked Jared Hess into dropping out of college to Your create mom goes Napoleon to college. Dynamite. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, which is actually my all-time favorite quote of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess he he drops out and they got a bunch of people to donate and whatever, not donate, invest for the movie. And it, and so they had like a four hundred thousand dollar budget. Um, it, it ended up making like forty six million. John Hedder literally got paid one thousand dollars. What? That's $1, it. Thousand dollars. And then after it had huge success and became a cult classic, he got to renegotiate for a percentage of sales, which is great. <laughs> Thank but God. I, but like for two years, he was like got a thousand bucks. But it was like they were college buddies who were like, "Yeah, let's just do this thing." That is amazing. Is that kind of like what we're doing right now? I don't know. I don't even know what we're doing right now. (laughs) This is the Wedding Crashers. Hey, Crashers. We're doing a podcast, I think. Charles Story. Oh, this is happening. Jennifer Wilson. Yeah, I think think that's what we're doing. That's Um, crazy. I can, can you imagine? His parents were probably so pissed. Oh my gosh. I know this feeling. <laughs> I know this feeling. But you know what? I mean, $46 million later and Napoleon Dynamite. Um, Many what, other uh, movies. Who is it? The the Unicorn? Hazel the Unicorn or something like that? Oh, beats me. I don't know. Well, it's happening on Netflix and you'll know all about it. Um, okay. Yeah. So listen, this is now the new best intro award on the wedding crashers podcast it was i think the wedding singer before and i'm sorry it's trumped because you intro me with food don't act like you know me napoleon (laughs) (laughs) and of course the greatest songs like i can tell that we are gonna be friends it's it's so it's so good i mean when one of the first scenes is the lead character calling his nerdy brother who is using an entire two-pound block of cheddar to make his homemade nachos, you know you're in for the ride of your life and you're going to love every second of it. Oh I was like, God. you are my spirit animal with that cheese kip. Oh, Give me the cheese. Seriously. And then they like cut back to Napoleon and they come back and all the cheese is shredded somehow. And you're like, yes. I wish. Literally, it's like my... I my favorite thing is to watch the cheese because the cheese pile greatly <laughs> changes. And anybody who knows me knows how I feel about chapstick. So like when Jesse's watching <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite and he calls about his chapstick, Jesse just looks at me and laughs. I freak out when I don't have my chapstick. I get really chapped lips. It does hurt really bad. Thank you. I can't get enough of his like size and grunts and then that mound <laughs> of cheese. Oh my God. I mean, listen, Eating that much cheese, obviously not great for you, but grating all of that cheese was a workout, so you earned it, boo. Yeah. Eat them nachos, yeah. you know? Or make yourself a damn quesadilla. Yeah, jeez. What does she say to him? She says, oh, I didn't even write it down. Oh, ruined it. 
No, I've got it pulled up here. You keep We're, going. I'll okay, find it. So real quick side note before I forget, there's one cool thing. So most of these situations are actually loosely based on Hess's life as a kid in Idaho. No. It's for real. And so that basically means that he's getting his friend to play him. somebody who would have been in these situations that were loosely based on his life. I think that's greatness. Um, and then also Brant, our friend Kate, her husband Brant, literally lived in the town like next door. So anytime I talk to no. him about Napoleon, it's the greatest conversation because he knows all the things and he says that it really is so that way. Also, um, I think like it was filmed in 02 and then they put it out in like Sundance in 03 and it like got fought over and picked up by Fox, mm-hmm. ended up mm-hmm. being a cult following. She says, knock it off, Napoleon. Make yourself a dang quesadilla. I know. <laughs> Do we have any groceries? And she's leaving town to go like dirt bike in the yes. sand. <laughs> Grandma goals. You're just jealous because I've been chatting with babes all day. All day. All day. Can we just talk about how when the doorbell rings back then versus now? Like back then they're like, I'll get it. Now it's like, run. Everybody freezes and they're like, shh. Did you invite somebody over? I'm out. Like terrified. <laughs> the other day, I had forgotten that Michael ordered a shipped from the grocery store, and Lucy was over here, and <laughs> the man is coming with our groceries like a saint and rings the doorbell. And I look on my phone, I'm like, there's a man on my porch. And she's like, Why is there a man on your porch? And I'm like, I don't know why there's a man on your porch. I'm like, do not move he has to be a serial killer <laughs> and then it dawns on me literally it had been three minutes later i text michael and i'm like did you do a shipped and he's like yes i did that's the man on the porch <laughs> i opened the door and he was like i'm sorry this is my first shipped delivery i wasn't really <laughs> sure what to do he's like this sucks <laughs> it's so true though when we were kids the doorbell would ring and we would race to open the yeah door. you would be fighting over it and now it's like everybody the terror like <laughs> I, I have to say there's two things one when seth was young i actually taught him that when the doorbell rang or when somebody knocked on the door that we should play hide and seek <laughs> it was an easy way to get him to go hide somewhere and be quiet because I can't tell you how many times like he would just let somebody who was uh from any kind of church at all into my house to talk to me about Jesus and I already ha- I already know about Jesus and so <laughs> it was always tough so I had to be like listen <laughs> we're going to play hide and seek that's you hear that sound you hide <laughs> yeah number 2 um nowadays when people go door to door to sell like it terrifies me and right. when I'm t- I'll like open the door and I swear I'm like looking at the young kid and I'm like listen you need to get a different job don't be knocking on people's doors like this it's not a good idea like oh, it's don't not like safe. It. it's not because someone will open their door and they are the real sociopath it's true but <laughs> thankfully this was then and we got to meet Deb because oh, she rang the Deb. door. Deb mm. is working any angle she can for her dreams. And can we talk all. about, like, when Girl you've got a dream. on fire. She's amazing. When you've got a dream, you work for it. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally, I, well, I've probably already said this before, but my favorite Peloton instructor, she says, so many people want a finish line they haven't earned yet. And a finish line you've earned 
It feels so much better than one that you've just sloughed by to get. So you know what, Deb? Yes to you and your caboodles of keychains and your side hustle of photography. Like, you are earning that dream, boo. You slay. You slay. Take what's yours. Yeah. I love her so much. I do too. Ladies, don't go door to door and sell keychains. No. That's not what we're saying. But this no. girl was on fire. She is selling pictures by Deb. She's selling keychains. So we have ourselves a photographer who also creates big sleeves. I'm just saying a girl after my own heart. Okay. <laughs> but also my favorite quote of the whole movie, because out of nowhere, just her and Napoleon are conversing about said keychains that everybody makes at camp. And Kip screams, your mom goes to college. Well, she says, she says, I'm saving for college. Your mom goes to college. college. And she like drops everything and runs away like that's some kind of insult. And I'm over here like, (laughs) if somebody yelled, your mom goes to college to me, I'd be like, that's right. She's furthering her education. She's working it. She's moving on up. Like, and my mom actually did go back to school when I was young. And so just this made me laugh so hard because it's not even an insult. (laughs) I it's mean, just, she was living in the pre-Michael Scott era, so she hadn't really heard any of, like, your mom too much, or that's what she said. Like, I, you know what? And also, I have to say this. It's Now is the time. Speaking of little Seth, he was in school, obviously, back in the day, and I remember him coming home and being like, hey, mom. And I'm like, yeah. And he says, will you come to lunch with me at school? And I'm like, I mean, of course. And he was like, like tomorrow. And I'm like, well, why? (laughs) Weird. And he's like, because I need all the kids in my school to see you. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because (laughs) they're like, your mom is so fat. Your mom is so (laughs) ugly. Your mom is so stupid. (laughs) And I about peed my pants and wrecked the car. And I was like, they're just your mama jokes. And he was mortified. Like I raised myself a little feminist boy. And he was like, you need to come up there and show them that you, you are a beautiful, them. hardworking, independent woman. Oh, so you know what any him. good mom would do and what I did is we came home and I Googled all the best mom jokes, printed them out, highlighted them, and then we worked on having quick-witted yo mama jokes for him to go home. <laughs> back, I mean, not home, back to school back with. To school. You worked on his school. delivery? Mm-hmm. That is amazing. One of my favorite things. You are a legend. That Can is, you come to school? I need my friend. I love a good year mom joke. But Yo, Deb, uh, Deb is just so like kind-hearted and sweet. So I get why it rattled her. Also, I think she like <laughs> fell in love with Napoleon the second he opened the door. So she was the already she on. she saw like, that strawberry blonde, Jerry, like fro. curly, curly, curly fro. <laughs> Also, they immediately cut to the next scene where he goes to feed their llama, which goals and the fat lard. The like direction of which she ran, she's no longer running. So homegirl's fast. Yeah, yeah, she's super fast. She's so fast. Eat your freaking food, Tina. Yeah, it's just oh, and then we have Rex Quando. Well, because Kip's, you know, he's gonna be. Uh, taekwondo master (laughs) because girls only want to date guys with skills yep Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what the skill is apparently like bow hunting skills or uh, knife fighting skills nunchuck skills (laughs) in the eight-week program my favorite thing is when he's like do you want a roundhouse kick in these pants 
Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> Do you think anybody feels bad for me because I go home to Starlight night? Forget about it. Get about it. <laughs> so many people at my gym call me Starla. <laughs> they make that joke to Jesse. That is uh that is amazing. You know what? One of my favorite Kip moments is when when he's talking with Uncle Rico about LaFonda, his love from online, and he says, I'm just I'm so PO'd because she hasn't she hasn't sent me a full body shot yet. <laughs> exactly. That's so mad. I'm just so peeled. I'm I like, thought, I thought we were serious. I thought we were serious. She didn't send me a full body shot yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start talking. So I'm gonna record the rest of the podcast with Kip's voice. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So I bet you want to know my second favorite line of the movie. I mean, even if I didn't, I know you're going to tell us anyways. It's true. It's true. So it's only just in the next scene, really, where they're in the lunchroom. Pedro talks about how it took him like two days to grow his awesome mustache. And uh, Deb and her glamour shots and tots. And like, he's like, dare me to talk to her. And Napoleon walks up to her and he says, 1%? Are you drinking 1% because you think you're fat? You could totally be drinking whole percent if you wanted to. I mean, if that's not the greatest compliment a man could give you, I mean, m- marry me. Marry you me. acknowledge marry me. that I made a smart choice and gave me permission to go ham. That's my kind of guy. I mean, ab- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The, I, Napoleon, also, guys, what is 1% milk? And, and I'm pretty sure milk owes... Deb money because I've never wanted a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> and a glass of milk more in my life. And that's also one of my favorite like um behind the scene bloopers is her of that scene trying to keep it together while she's eating this <laughs> huge bite of this PB and J. Listen, PB and J with milk and Cheetos tucked into my PB and J was my all-time favorite foods. Judge me. I don't care. But like Deb, I mean, obviously flattered by his love of her already. She doesn't really need that affirmation because homegirl later is like, I don't need herbal enhancers to feel good about myself. Yes. And I'm like, yes, girl. I know, yes. Freaking Al Bundy, Uncle Rico Creepo. <laughs> Al Bundy. Freaking is it's trying to like. Breast enhancement hmm. herbal supplements. Yes. God, I mean, after the Tupperware, about- Tupperware was enough. Okay, it was enough. Everybody wanted it, and it was good. And then you're gonna try and go and enhance my boobs. Listen, been there, tried that. Like <laughs> whatever. The, I think I feel I hate him, but I also like I feel so bad for him because I'm just really thankful that my I didn't peak in high school. But like I do know some people who are like Uncle Rico and they still wish they could go back to their glory days. Yeah. But Uncle Rico legit makes Al Bundy look like he did something with his life. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. The best thing that Uncle Rico did was where he wherever he parked his van at the very end of the movie to go practice throwing that football. Homie knows how to location scout because I want to go do a session there. I know. It's like, listen, everything about 
this movie and the reason that it's hard not to love it is every scene is a work of art. Like the light, the detail, the from crimped hair to the dishes that are used to the freaking mm-hmm. vehicles and everything. It's absolute perfection. I mean, maybe with that $400,000 entire movie budget, they couldn't fully create, you know, 1993. So they went and thrift their butts off. Yeah. And that's why we can't figure out what era it is. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I think that's I what happened. Um, I love, love, love when he's like drawing the liger and Deb is like, asking him what are you drawing a liger he has so much love for that liger <laughs> i don't pretty much i don't know if i've ever loved some a drawing of mine as much as he loves his liger no and it's not even cute let's get real no and i'm just like i i mean it just looks like a a, a female tiger for I real know. i guess it's magical it's called a lioness and you're welcome yeah we feed you we get it but um <laughs> you know, i will say though that was totally my um football name for a while the ligers yeah <laughs> on fantasy i believe it i believe it i feel like you should resurrect the ligers well right now i'm kodak gold and i'm digging oh, it. i like that yeah i like that a lot so a lot a lot. <laughs> I will say, I think one of my favorite things about this movie, I mean, we could talk literally if we wanted to spend the rest of our time talking about Deb, I think we could. But I think we have to give major props to our girl shooting film, film. in a at- studio. Mm-hmm. And again, like, at the wedding later. Oh my gosh, I know. And she's like the only person there taking pictures. I'm like, girl, get up, get a better angle, but still props. I'm so glad you brought it. Yes. Um, her... Can I can I read them her inspiration to get Uncle Rico to make that face? Oh my gosh. Please do, because I made sure that I put every word in my notes as well. <laughs> <laughs> we should just we should just alternate reading parts of it. No, so basically I'm- Uncle Uncle Rico comes, he's trying to like look more official so he can sell more things, basically. And she sits him down and she says, Well, she what does she say? She's like, make a fist. And then slowly bring it up under your chin. And then she says, okay, hold still right there. Now, imagine you're weightless in the middle of the ocean, surrounded by tiny little seahorses. Yes. And then yes. Click. That, that was the one. I think it's going to come out really nice. Oh, I love it so much. I really I do. want to use that prompt on someone randomly and see if see what they do. Absolutely. We, sh- I dare you. And the next month, you have to use that prompt. I will. I will, okay. and I will try to find a way to record it. Okay. Maybe maybe we'll be in a situation where you can be present. I don't know. I don't know what the future brings. I don't know if maybe. we're going to have enough time. Well, I mean, I, in, in my, I think in my wildest fantasy, they wouldn't know what the heck was going on, and they'd make the strangest face ever. Or flip side wildest fantasy they would pull an uncle rico and make the uncle rico face and then we would all die laughing yes i my my ideal client would definitely be like what yes yes <laughs> you're amazing i know i know this movie um, i just i i had it's just it takes me back man i love this movie so much i just have to say it i just have to say it again so i love that to get dates, the guys think they need to bake cakes and draw pictures 
of Can you tell me why that is no longer a thing? I don't know. Why? I like cake and pictures. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. But also your parents forcing you to go to the dance with uh-huh. the guy that you think is creepy. I mean, whether you, it's nice or not, I'm indifferent. It's wrong. That I don't is know. Not cool. I don't know, man. Not if he's going to ditch her. Like, if you're going to ditch him, then don't. If you don't have a big heart. But Uncle Rico, he's such a freaking punk. Because first he makes him, Napoleon, look like he's, you know, yes, not all there when he is. And then, mm-hmm. oh, and then he turns around and does what he did to Deb that we already talked about. But mm. but they're at the, they end up at the dance, and Deb goes with Pedro. <laughs> And but Pedro lets lets Napoleon and her dance, and it's like I think Forever Young is playing. Yes, she's like, I like your sleeves; they're real big. big. Thanks, I made it myself. (laughs) Deb is where it's at with her crimped hair and her side pony. And later, when Uncle Rico comes back, you know, to try and sell her boob supplements, she's like, I feel like it's missing something. Maybe we should hmm, make it. Wrap you in like foam or something. Make it something billowy. Making something billowy. I use that one all the time, actually. And most people do not get it. (laughs) Yeah, that one is a fact. You can ask Jess. He's tried not to be his his own pants a few times on that one. That's, I mean, (laughs) it's just amazing, like her dedication to fluffy and billowy things, whether it be for personal or client use. Like she just, she just knew. She knew it had the dreamy effect. Oh my gosh. Okay. But seriously, what in the world with the pinata? Poor Pedro, because like he gets in I trouble know. for the pinata, but in reality, it totally is a part of his culture and it's so normal. Well, they play the Mexico card all throughout this movie. <laughs> like the first time we see Pedro, the president is like, I think you speak English, right? I'm like, oh my god! I know. He's like, god, I don't know how you do things down in Juarez, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, Pedro, are you really from Juarez? It was he actually from Juarez? I do we even know. know if he was an immigrant? You I'm nasty, sure. you nasty lame white man. I know, not cool at all. Not cool. And what's crazy is that I never noticed how mean they were to Pedro until now. I know. Like, That's why I love that Pedro wins. The yes. So I mean, bad. of course. Of course, we see that he's undervalued, but like I, ne- I never picked up on the like social appropriation until now. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just you're only aware, you're only privy to things that you've already been privy to most of the time. <sighs> in my experience, but yes, it's true, and we've come so far, even though we have so far to go. We truth, truth, but yes. vote for Pedro. Dang, he he's so brave to just show up at a school and be like, "I'm running for president." I know. He is obviously brave because he's like shaves his head because he's hot. (laughs) I mean, you got to be freaking brave to do that. I I would just take an ice bath or like, I don't know. But he's like, he's like, I chugged some cold water and I was still hot. So I just shaved my head. Here's the thing. If homie was from Juarez. This heat up in Idaho would not be an no, issue. No, and I'm like, this doesn't add up. Unless they do what, like, L.A. and New York do to me, where they don't have central air and heat at all times, and the air's not moving, and you're like, dang. But Juarez wouldn't have central air. No, so. that's true. That's true. I don't know. We don't know. It's an oversight, <laughs> for sure. But I'm like, Pedro, that is a major That was a little extreme there, buddy. 
Um, and he got it so clean shaven. Too. I know. Like, but then we got to play with wigs. So, which I'm here for. Yeah. I've dreamt about playing with wigs since I was like in kindergarten. So, well, why haven't you? I don't know. I just, I do. I have some wigs for like Halloween, but I guess I should just randomly decide to just wear one. <laughs> Only on the day where you try and use Deb's prompt. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, Okay, my I love 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 when we're at the presidency. They're running for president. Summer for president. She does her deal, <laughs> and then it's it's uh, Pedro's turn. And Napoleon yeah. says, "Pedro, just listen to your heart. That's what I do." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, you do. That's I'm literally like, yeah. all you do." Seriously, and then of course he does his speech, and then we have like the greatest moment of the movie. The best dance-off ever that he's learned from a cassette. So much joy. Well, and I love that he, it just like occurred to him. Mm -hmm. Pedro's not going to win this. I have a friend. I have to do something. And because he only thinks with his heart, literally Mm -hmm. that's all he does. It didn't even occur to him to that there could be the potential option for shame or embarrassment. It was like, I have to do whatever I can to further my friend's dreams. Yes. I mean, dream bestie, mm, baking man. cakes and giving you a ride on his pegs I to know. take him to your crush. You gave me and a now, pump, man. Yes, literally. And now you're going to like dance in front of the entire student body. Yes. Amazing. And he totally gets lost, completely lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's another favorite song, of course. Oh, I just... So lost in the moment. And then, of course, who wouldn't jump up and scream for that? That was so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Congratulations, was, Pedro. She it was it was excellent. You know, one of my favorite Deb moments is when she's sitting on the front um the front steps with Pedro and she starts talking to him about how his hair looks good. And it just makes me think like she's such a constant friend. Like she didn't judge him for shaving his head. She was like, I've got wigs, no problem. Yeah. You need pictures, whatever. You yeah. need this, whatever. I'm you just like for your uh for your campaign, boo, I got you. Yeah, Deb like, for freaking VIP. Oh, constancy all the time. Just so steady. I like just, Deb, guys. I think we all need a Deb, a Pedro, and a Napoleon. Yes, we do. Or maybe we just all need to try and be them. Honestly. I'm just saying that it was simple and it was beautiful. For real. I mean, that's the, that's we could stop the podcast right there. It was simple and it was beautiful. And I caught you a delicious bass. <laughs> As we play tetherball. <laughs> Which you've never played, so you don't even know the rules. Shut I up. Know. But I do know that on my refrigerator as we speak, there is a giant magnum that says, I caught you a delicious bass. <laughs> and any chance I get, I order sea bass, and it is delicious. Okay, yes, I totally agree with that. <laughs> I completely underestimated your love for this movie. Like, I love this movie, but like, you really, really, no, I really love this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cult God. classic following, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I it's absolutely, cool. I absolutely get it. There's nothing that takes me back to high school more than this movie. Truly. Oh, that's wonderful. Not for me, but that's wonderful. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. I know I'm going to make. I'm going to make sure Allie listens to this episode and I, I can't wait to hear her thoughts on this. Mm. We laughed so hard that we cried and I'm not sure if we, not? 
Right. I'm not sure if we both had a crush on the guy who took us or if it was just me or if it was just Allie. I don't know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna find out. She's gonna text me as soon as she hears this and I'll That's awesome. <laughs> uh oh my goodness. I don't know how we didn't talk about the sign that Kip has for his lady when she comes in to town. <laughs> La Fonda. I have to I have to assume that that's how it's actually spelled. Or I, I mean, I hope so, because they were online. Right. Because, like, surely he wasn't going phonetically. Like, he had to have seen her her name. I, I will say this. Kip is totally, like, a butt munch to Napoleon. And he is oh, also he's a total slap. Yeah. Like, just jealous about the hot babes and the slapping and the skills and all that. But when <laughs> Kip gets La Fonda and... He gets his necklace and he's like in love. And his do-rag. Yeah, and his do-rag. He actually changes his attitude towards Napoleon. And he's like, dude, there's a ch- hot chick out there for you too. And like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. I know. How fine, great. Napoleon. That was so nice. That's what love can do. Napoleon, I'm sure there's a babe for you out there too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then, of course, this is actually basically the end of the movie. And then yeah. when you watch through the credits, which, by the way, this is such an epic soundtrack. Um, yes. Two months later, LaFonda and Kip straight up get married. They get married. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like we should, just, we should just jump in. What yeah. What is your loved it? Your, let's... Let's do let's do our loved it and our hated it and then we can like talk about all of it. Okay, loved it. Location, location, location. Okay, same. Same. That's literally my number one. And I put it three times. Did you put it three times? <laughs> oh my god, we're the same brain. It's happening. <laughs> it Creepy. is happening. Stop it, Uncle Rico. <laughs> Ew. Don't ever call me that again. I will abandon you. <laughs> <laughs> And and I hated it. Are you ready? Um. Oh. Uh. Okay. Yes. Hated, hated it. it. The present table at the front of the aisle. <laughs> but like, where else were they gonna put it? Anywhere else? Literally anywhere else. Obstruction. What did you put? I put. LaFonda's entire look. I know, I know. Her hat. I don't know how to feel. I kind of like it and I kind of don't like it, but the rest of her dress, I think it's hilarious that we don't see it for like ever before they finally back up and you're like, whoa. (laughs) And like, it's Charla's wedding dress. Oh my God. (laughs) There's, which you still have not posted online. Oh my God. There, There is nothing about her look that I'm a fan of. I was like, oh, maybe her bouquet is okay. No, Ooh. none of it was good. None of it. Well, but they're getting married out in this field. The yeah. backdrop is actually like freaking gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Great view. They have arch. They have like I mean, urns, Apparently Idaho white. is, I didn't know Idaho mm-hmm. was pretty or did they film this in California? Like everywhere? No, I don't, oh, I don't know. But there's beautiful should, tall grass. They look. put like a fabric runner. Tina is there. Tina is so there. Deb is taking pictures on a Canon film camera, baby. Get it, girl. The Tina being there was one of it was my second loved it, by the way. I know. Uh (laughs) yes. I have it in huge. Like Tina. She's here for it. Pets at weddings. I am always there for it. Always, always. And Kip cries. 
I know. And he sings to his bride. When he's singing, I love technology. Oh, so good. I love Oh, and he says, Kip, do you? And he asks him, you know I do. You know I do. (laughs) I actually kind of like Kip's look. Instead of doing a bow tie or a tie, he's got like this different kind of shirt and it's real nice. And then he's got like a jewel of some kind. It's a collarless button up. It's nice. I actually like it. And I liked it. It, Honestly, his his double-breasted suit reminded me of Niles Crane. Yes. Which we still have to do Niles and Daphne's mm-hmm. wedding. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm getting like Niles vibes, but also like 2013 hipster. Yeah. <laughs> Always and forever. Always in a chat room. How <laughs> <laughs> our love can fully bloom. Um. <laughs> so, but then Napoleon, who's so late, shows up in a hurry on like a wild stallion, and he this runs is- in and he's like, "I just tamed this wild stallion for you, for your honey, uh, honeymoon stallion." <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope all your experiences are unforgettable. <laughs> and then they like throw the garter toss behind them and they ride off in this wild stallion and Napoleon goes lucky lucky here's something for you fellas yep there you go <laughs> he prances in on that horse straight it's like straight princess bride they were channeling Wesley yes a hundred percent he's also wearing a light pink cummerbund yep <laughs> And actually, his hair looked the best that it has. I don't know if he like Agreed. he got a blowout on his like wild stallion ride, but it was working for him for sure. I mean, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I don't even think we have to say who our maid of honor was. Like Deb, I, I, it's Deb. <laughs> like we should just call this the Debisode. Debisode. <laughs> like, I mean, that's pretty blatantly painfully Deb for obvious. president for real. <laughs> Um, Who's your maid of dishonor? One, two, two, three. three. Uncle Uncle Rico. Rico. Okay, thank God. I did have some other options. Summer, her boyfriend. Yeah. But they're not even like worth mentioning. No, they're such like quarter, like, what is it? Not tertiary, quarterary (laughs) characters. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just like, Haley Duff. Oh, I know. Like, the whole it's time I was, I was yeah. just wishing she was Hillary. I know. <laughs> Everybody, go watch the bloopers from this movie and also go watch the uh, short film that they made in school, which ended up becoming Napoleon Dynamite, which is called like Pleuria. It's like P L E U R A. It's pretty good. It's funny. Um, and it's just really interesting. And those, I think loving the movie already and then knowing its history is just one of the reasons that I had to choose it for my thankfulness. I, I love that you chose this movie. It had been too long since I watched it. If you watched this when you, when it first came out and you haven't really seen it since, I would encourage you to go watch it again. It's funny in a completely new way. Yeah, absolutely. I was giggling. You said Dylan. Go make yourself a dang case of duel. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. We need your mini sessions. Send those. Um, we know you just got a new like whole 
set of them this last season. And it's, it's, we're wrapping up, we're getting there. So just like send them on in, friends. Yeah. Busy season is coming to a close and you can't pretend like you haven't just finished doing like a jillion weddings and you didn't like fall down or biff it somewhere. I believe it. <laughs> I believe you did. <laughs> Spill it. <laughs> Tell us, but not. Not if you swallowed any memory cards. I don't think I could handle that again. Oh, no. No more of that. <laughs> okay. We, I think. All right, Crashers. Don't forget rule number one. Never leave Napoleon behind. Never. Ever. <laughs> oh. Oh.